All right. So yeah, now okay. we have it. Uh, now we have it. Okay. Boom. Sweet. Because we talked about it for Sweet. so for like, for like five whole minutes, and then I was like, "Did he tell me that so I could start right now?" Because I didn't do that, so then I hit record. Oh so, no, no, it's all good. It's all it's totally fine. We're golden. Yeah, finest. I know finest from um, sort of the uh, improv theaters in New York City. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's he's a fantastic actor. He's very good. So. Brandon, I just want to say to you, the program to uh, connect with the uh, social networks is called Anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R. Yeah, I heard that. I, you know Reddit? I read it. I heard about it on the Reddit forum. Okay. Hi. Yeah. Well, it's it's four thirty. I guess uh, <laughs> we can. Uh, I guess do a little. I guess uh, introduction. Yeah. Um, I I would love to start every episode with a short um, ballad sung by my grandfather. Um, no way. <laughs> no way, I'll I'll sing with you. I'll do it with you. Not not even not not even. I got a guitar. I can accompany you. There we go. Um, if if I record something with a friend of mine, with some musician friends, and I'll put it on tape, and then I'll put it in as an introduction, if you'd like. But not today. I, yeah. I find really it so fun. interesting. You have like such a beautiful. And uh, like for me, like I can't sing at all, but I do it all the time, just without a care. But I feel like people that are really good are they don't want to share their gifts. Yeah, they like they keep it they keep it you know all the way back here. So like this is exclusive. Yeah, yeah, you know what? Real. I'd be the same way if I could sing. I'd be like I don't do this for free. No. <laughs> I guess that's yeah. I'm giving myself out with my voice all the time i uh every roommate i've ever lived with has freaked out because of the amount that i sing but <laughs> um all right so i i have a i have a kvetch in mind actually with you grandpa but i wanted to hear if you had any thoughts first on what you wanted to uh kvetch about today well i'm so uh annoyed with uh, what's <laughs> going on with the administration that uh that I, I uh, you know, that's kind of like in my mind so much all the time. But um, I guess uh, primarily I would be talking politics, but I don't know if we want to do that today. It's a test. Good I mean, if you we, want we to. Can talk. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel you. I yeah. mean, I feel like it's. I, um... I feel you. I mean, I feel like it's. Um... There we go. I mean, Trump. Trump has been saying that maybe they won't have the election on time. This is unbelievable to me. So that's, yeah, that's a, com a that's, complaint. That's of mine. funny. Your your kvetch is uh, is Trump, and my kvetch is you. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's another well, way to. How's that funny? Respond to Trump Tochas. So no, no, no. It's not with you specifically. Yeah, I no, what, no. Sort, sort of my my thing that I was thinking about. Uh, when we were talking about sort of like even just like the old Jewish complaining, it, it, like the the older generations, I feel like there's like a big expectation of like success over happiness. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I wanted to know why. I find it super interesting. 
well, what, which, which road would you take um, uh, if you have a choice? Are you interested in, in happiness or financial success or what, what is your, how are you motivated? Oh, I mean, if there's two options and you had to pick either um, uh, happiness or something that's not happiness, I guess that would mean you're not happy, right? Well, they're not necessarily exclusive. True, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I remember you used to say, like, uh, if you want to do something, you got to be the the absolute best in it, right? Well, you should certainly try to be. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Well, why, why do you think that is, though, Grandpa? Well, I just think that you should always, whatever you, whatever you undertake in life, uh, you want to try to do your very best at it. And hopefully, look, uh, but you have to be, you have to use reason. You know, if you're not capable of something, then you really shouldn't uh, pursue it. But if you have the capability, yeah. then I guess it just takes a lot of effort. I feel, I feel like I'm at an age now where, like, the the sort of reality of, of circumstance or whatever is like much, much heavier, uh, where like I realized least recently, like I will never be a professional ballet dancer. <laughs> and like, <laughs> not, not that I ever wanted to be, or I mean, probably ever could, but like, I was like, Oh, that door forever, you know, and all these realistic things are happening as, um, well, you know, with that attitude, it really is now. My quarter life crisis. <laughs> yeah. You think you could still be a ballerina finest? Yeah. Maybe not professionally, but, you know, <laughs> I, could do it for, I could do it for uh, happiness. Not no, I would, I would pay money to watch you dance, Finest, for sure. Oh, why, is, why is Finest not, uh, why don't we have a video of him on the screen as well? He's, he's, he's calling in today. He's, he's just um, one of the callers as opposed to the video people. But won't the callers be on the, on, on the video? No. Yeah, I don't think they're. We we could try for next time, but it it's a bit okay. complicated. Yeah, they don't want to see me. If we can um, master this, we'll be set, and then we can we can add on. Yeah, it'll be a whole thing because I got my fan turned off, and it's hot as I'll get out. Yeah, just... So like, I'm like sweating buckets. <laughs> yeah. Are you? Yeah, dude. I've. I, if I was not on video, I'd absolutely be shirtless it's like a oh do you assume that you, is that what you were thinking or did you just assume i'm not that saying I, that I you're say shirtless that. i'm saying i would be shirtless it's a good guess because i am <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i want to go back to what you said though finest of like um like you would do it because it makes you happy right yeah 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 i feel like there's all of the from the older generations like uh this thing of well if, if you if you want to do something you have to be realistic about it and and it's a very common thing especially for you know us pursuing arts of like well you know a, a or you need a way to make money or you can't just pursue your dream yeah i mean i'd agree with you i think it's actually 
you I was just I was joke making a joke of being a ballerina for fun. I think now, <laughs> uh, I mean, I it, if I could, I would. But I think even now is tougher than it was back in the day because of what you just said about um, because it's so ingrained in us to be the best of the best all the time. What would I have? Yeah. What would I ever have time to pursue my fun dream of ballerina dancing if I'm too busy trying to be the best uh, improviser? Right. Yeah. Absolutely. <clears throat> And, the, and sort of pursuing to be the best, like, I feel like it takes takes a, a, a love out, out of whatever you're doing. I don't know if I agree with that. Yeah, why? Well, pursuing is one thing. Actually, being the best is something else. Um, but uh, it, it, depends on what sure. you, it depends on what your aspirations are, what you, what, what you, did, what you want in life. Like, like if, if I'm pursuing something because I love it, like when I'm doing the thing, I, I'm only thinking about in this moment, like let's say acting, like I really, really fucking like feel a sense of flow and enjoyment of what's happening in this moment. Whereas like if I'm trying to be the best, I'm not actually doing the thing. Like I'm, I'm in the room acting or I'm playing the guitar or doing whatever, but I'm, I'm, I'm not loving the music I'm, I'm loving the idea of being better than the, the next hundred people that are trying to get a job ahead of me you know yeah i don't think mm. you consciously think about being the best um i, know I have <laughs> finest do you have any uh, thoughts on about uh, john lewis oh yeah <laughs> yeah john lewis is great he's awesome I just, i've listened to a couple podcasts about more about his life <clears throat> learning more about it um mm, recipes first of all and it's crazy that that dude's 80 years old and he still has to deal with the same stuff he was dealing with like 40 years ago when he was 25 and you know had that whole picture of him being like all bloodied up and then like you know uh he gets into politics and you know you think that things are going to get better which they you know they have to a certain extent but you know we still got people down in the street so i think it's kind of um funny in a sad way uh that's my what, opinion what is, what is this uh bloody picture you're talking about we have nicholas here oh. hello Perhaps. nicholas hello hello everyone. how you doing nicholas all right how is everybody just grand am i, am I talking to brandon or well. yeah good brandon and bart uh yeah no, I just um, thought I. Can you hear I us thought, okay, Nicholas? I can. Can you hear me? All right. Yeah, we we hear you perfect. Okay, I I just thought I'd come a little early to see what was going on. Well, Nicholas, no, no what what would you what would you uh, whine about today? What uh, what annoys well, you about what's going on? Uh, well, you know the whole coronavirus thing and the fact that no one wants to wear masks. And so that's probably what's annoying me today. Yeah. Yeah. Am I, yeah. Am I wrong that you're a professional Santa Claus um, performer? Uh, I am. I am. And that is going wow. to be a problem this year for me. Uh, for not just for me, but for anyone who's an entertainer uh, that has to be in front of an audience or intimately with an audience. Because, uh, you know, more often than not, 199% yeah. of the time, the child is on my lap and face to face. 
and uh, <laughs> it's, I they're, it's they're going to be. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. No, what I was going to no, say. I it's just imagine be, it's hard to have a socially distanced uh, meeting with a right, child as a Santa Claus. Right there, you know, because they usually come there, you know, see Santa Claus and ask him what they want for Christmas, of course, and take pictures. A lot of times they want to take pictures, and of course, the child has to be in close proximity of Santa. Uh, they're, so they're talking this year that there's going to be a plexiglass screen dividing the child from Santa. That is and, oh, and I don't, I don't know how it's going to work because, you know, getting to and from the set, you usually have a yeah. dressing room away from the set, and uh, uh, you, you obviously you walk, you know, in the middle of the mall. And there many people are coming up to you. You're, you're like a superstar. I mean, it's, it's amazing sometimes. Uh, you know, people are coming at you and saying, Dan, I can yeah. have a picture, get a picture. You know, when uh, they want a hug or uh, very seldom they want to kiss you. But I mean, it, does, it does happen. But uh, and I asked them, well, how am I going to get from the set to, to my dressing room? Am I going to be wearing a mask? You know, uh, so uh, yeah, they ha they haven't answered any of those questions. Uh, I still have time. We ha we have time yet, but and it's 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 like, would you wear your mask under or over your Santa beard? You know. Well, see, I have a I'm a natural. You gotta, take, you, you gotta go over. <clears throat> well, you know, you, know, you, know, whole... you, you have to. And in that case, if you're gonna have, I was thinking, maybe Santa has to have a beard, a, a, a mask that has a beard attached to it. You know, that's, yeah. I, mean, I, I don't, I don't know how that would work because I have a, I'm a naturally bearded Santa, which is, oh, okay. you know, that's the, good. The, co the company that I work for oh, insists wow. on natural beards. I mean, and there, there, there's a lot of uh, great looking Santas out there who have fake beards. You know, they can do anything. Yeah. You know, costuming these days. But I, if I was going to do that, I was, I'd be afraid that the child's going to pull my beard off, you know. Because you know it's it's attached only by spirit gum or something like that, you know. So yeah, jeez, yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, be, yeah. I wouldn't believe the dream anymore if I saw mask <laughs> and then beard on top of mask. Exactly. You know, you know, most of the children come to you. You know, they're like under five or something, and of course they still believe. And you know, and I do have a lot of children who come there. And it's like, hmm, are you the real Santa? You know, and yeah. of course you, you, you don't. I don't want to lie to a child, so I. And I just tell them you'll never know. You know, they, you know, yeah. I'm not gonna tell you. <laughs> you know? Could you put now it on a? Uh, have... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Could you put on a uh, a space uh, suit? Uh, be a Santa, a, a space <laughs> Santa Claus. That that that's possible, <laughs> but can I can just imagine how hot it would be because mm -hmm. in my costume, you know, I'm I'm overweight, but I still use padding to make me look jollier. And, you know, fatter, yeah. mm. and and yeah. that it, it, it gets hot. It gets hot all the time. So if you're in a, I can just imagine eight hours in a in a spaceman suit. How, you know, for yeah. one thing, how you could go to the bathroom. Yeah. I, I like so, the so the plexiglass part. I think it's a good. Um, you know, you can argue. That's to like turning about, Santa like, Claus into the Pope. Like if you have. Yes, I was going to say the same thing. Uh, like, like, uh, yeah. <laughs> that, just parade Santa through town on a car right, with plexiglass. Just, just, just wave, just wave. You know? I just imagine a kid saying, "Like, are you real, Santa Claus?" I'm like, "Is the Pope real?" Because you know, <laughs> got the plexiglass. You know, I, you know, like you, know. you said, when I, I, I've been asked many times, "Am I the real Santa?" And and um, and I've come up with some, you know, that you'll never know, or or, or I ask them, "Are you real?" He's like, "Well, touch me," you know, pull my beard, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, things like that. 
Uh, <laughs> oh, you, you know, just to prove. Yeah. I, could, I don't want to say I am because that's obviously lying. And then if you say you sure. are, which a lot of guys do, I would never do that. They're going to want some kind of miracle, you know. Hey, okay, show me some magic, you know. Show me some Christmas magic. <laughs> yeah. So, so nobody, like, nobody, nobody here knows this, but I actually was forced to work as a Santa for an entire Christmas. Uh, oh, you as were a, forced. As a young, a young Jew. Well, okay. So I celebrate. I mean, I, I celebrate Christmas and Hanukkah, but I was working at a theater. And um, I was I was crewing backstage on a show, and then I I got sent a costume fitting, and it was for a Santa suit. Um, mm -hmm. And I was like, "What's going on?" But I was like, the the guy that they took pictures with after they watched a Christmas didn't want a Santa to be working there anymore, like the costume team. So they purposely gave me the worst Santa beard, the worst Santa <laughs> clothes, and I was like you know, I think at that time, like 170 pounds and, uh, kids would constantly come up to me and cry. <laughs> like, like you don't, you don't realize how often they, I mean, maybe it's just me, Nicholas, but they would ball their eyes out consistently. No, no, <laughs> no you, know, you know, a lot of times, you know, children are afraid of Santa. I always, I always say that Santa Claus is like the boogeyman, you know, believe mm -hmm. it or not, because parents always say, tell their children, you know, you're not going to get what you want for Christmas or Santa's not going to give you something if you don't, you know, whatever, make your bed or eat your vegetables. So in that yeah. way, Santa, Santa is actually scary for a lot of children because sure. all of a sudden they ha it's like meeting God, meeting God. OK, you know, right, because right. he knows what I've done wrong. So if the kid, you know, so that's their, I think, I think that's what they're afraid of really. Cause you know, this guy knows that I've been bad, you know, cause a lot of times I always yeah. ask every child, have you been a good boy or have you been a good girl? <laughs> and of course they're going to say, yes, I have. And sometimes I say, uh, uh, no, you haven't. And then they're like, uh, oh, he like knows. The office. He yeah. knows. Do you, do you, do you a voice? You do a, a thing? You're like, oh, I, ho, ho, yeah. like the whole. Oh, yeah. I've got to go. Ho, ho, ho. Oh, you know, then I bring my voice to the line. How are you today? You know. Yeah. Uh, so you know, because I usually I have kind of a high voice or you know just a normal yeah. voice. So I, you know, sure. I do bring I do bring it down. And you know, it's... you gotta you gotta sound jolly. And you know, you know, have you been a good boy today? Or if, if you tell them a story like it was twas the night before Christmas and all through the house not a good stirring. So then you know, and then. It, it, performance you know and i i enjoy it i i've been doing that for almost 10 years i think it's nine years it'll be this year wow. e even when you were what's that uh, sorry saint nick right yeah my name is actually nicholas yeah so wow that's that's real skeptical and, and you're, you're, you're gonna love this you're gonna love this part you know my i'm i'm a professional santa and the small little town that i live in wisconsin is named rudolph i kid you not so Whoa. why do you so you lie to kids and say you don't know if you're santa claus even though you are santa claus no 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 <laughs> i don't i don't see, see that's what i think i don't lie to children i don't like to lie to them and i try not to and saying that i'm nicholas or i'm i'm saying Santa Claus is lying to them. I mean, I'm a, I'm a terrible liar for one thing, and uh, but I always so try to. So is Santa Claus. So right, is the but, real but, guy. I feel right, like but I'm you, meeting you know, a you, celebrity. You, right, you have to bend the truth, because uh, you don't want to burst their bubble, you know, or um, you know. But you're playing a part, you know, and and I'm only around kids like two months out of the year. Otherwise, you know, I don't really. I'm not around children, which is yeah. fine.
<laughs> you you ever you ever get adults that come and try and sit on your lap? Oh, oh God, yes. I've got even the older men. Say, Can I sit on your lap? I said, sure. Or even big, fatter guys that are than me. And he's, oh, I don't want to break your legs. Said, That's okay. So, it's, you know, because I say, here, <laughs> sit, on, sit on the side of my chair or the arm, and it, uh... it'll look like you're sitting on my lap. But uh, I, I, I love it when adults come to me, and they're, you know, they're good-natured. They're, it's mostly women, of course, which is fine. Uh, but I've got some, wow. some, 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 some men, you know, young men, you know, I had, uh, I was doing it in Tucson and I had, and there was a, um, army base not too far away. And uh, some of those guys come in, you know, and they want to take pictures with Santa and there's like five of them. And the last year we did that and, and it was, it was great. You know, it's just like, you know, everybody's welcome to see Santa, you know, I, I, I'd never send anyone away. You know, Santa is all inclusive. Yeah, that should so, be your OnlyFans. I had a, uh, I had a huge. Thing. <laughs> it's fine. I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I'm, I don't know if Nicholas knows what that is. <laughs> oh, what is, well, you should. What is that? What is that? You make a lot of money. Um, it's you can get paid to have people sit on your lap, basically. Well, I was yeah. the same pitch you got going on right now. The exact same pitch. Everyone's welcome, and I don't see why you don't get lots of money. Yeah, well, you know, you know, I don't know, you know, it's it's some guys make a lot of money and some guys don't make much. But it also depends on how you look. Look, the look of of of, of uh, Santa is obviously very important. And some of yeah. us look really good, and some of us look like old men in a in a Santa costume. You know, because uh, I remember. <laughs> where, where do you rate on that scale, Nicholas? Actually, you know. Pretty good. I, I'm pretty good. Um, I look really good, actually. I, I wear a, a long white wig because my hair is real short, and I, or I don't have hair. You know, I'm balding. So, uh, and then with my with my padding, because um, I'm not very tall. I'm five foot six, and right now I'm weighing about 185 pounds, and I I probably add on like four inches around my waist and chest. You know, so I look so I look fatter. And, um, but, you know, I've been doing Santa in Tucson, the Tucson mall for the last, this year would have been five years, but that's all changed. Anyway, uh, people would come around and say, well, who's here? Is it the good Santa or the ugly Santa? And I'm, I'm the, I'm the good Santa, you know? Oh, nice. Yeah. So, so that's, it's, it's a great compliment and people like, like the way I look and uh, also, um, down Tucson, you have to speak some Spanish because a lot of the Mexicans come up from Sonora, or they used to, you know, not so much in the last couple of years because of uh, a certain president and, you know, well, now it's even, I don't know what it's like now because uh, of the of the virus and it's really bad down there from what I've heard with the new cases and things like that. So that would would have been scary for me because I always get sick from children. You know, they're always coughing on you or you know, not really spitting on you, but you know, you know, kids always. Nicholas, what's that? Yeah, what what request do you get uh, the most of from uh, the children? Uh, the children, hmm. uh, the little girls always want. Uh, what what what? Kids always want the flavor of the month, so to speak. You know, whatever toys they see on TV, it's what they want. The little girls always want like LOLs, 
it's a it's a kind of a doll which I don't really particularly like. Um, American Girl dolls, which I think is a nice doll because you can always. You, pr- you have any? You have any crazy request? Like the craziest thing that's ever been requested? You know? <laughs> yes. Or- yes. yes uh, I had this young person, she, and uh, <laughs> she was. Uh, I don't know if she was a transsexual or what, but her her wish was to to get an operation, <laughs> a transition cup right. operation. Do you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. From from um, from, from uh, I think male to female. I don't know which one, I forget which gotcha. one it was. So we're, we're, was... we're coming up. We're coming up on the uh, time slot. But uh, I want to thank you so much, Nicholas, for your time, and uh, okay. I appreciate you coming. Uh, okay, I I appreciate it too. Nice talking to you, Nicholas. Okay, thank you. So am am yeah, I done you. here, or should I get off, or what am I supposed to do now? Yeah, yeah, we're gonna mute. Yeah, I mean, you can listen in if you want, but uh, but you're gonna, you're gonna uh, mute our... me. That's that's perfectly fine. Yes, yes, yeah. We got we got an. Okay. Great. Thanks. Good talking to you. Good talking to you. Thank you. Okay. Is he? Uh, is he still on, Sierra? He's on, but he's muted. Got you. Got you. And it's it's finest Nicholas, and then us three. Yeah. No. Wait, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's what's happening. Yes. Sweet. Sweet. All good. How How are you doing, Grandpa? I just want to recoup. Uh, I'm yeah. enjoying this more than I thought I would. Uh, <laughs> low expectations for a day with your grandson, right? Uh, well, I'm 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 really impressed because I think that uh, I didn't really expect it for you to get it together this well, and uh, since I don't really fully yeah, understand I know. the whole system. <laughs> That's that's the uh, that's another that's another complaint I have is just the 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 lowest expectations from my family possible, just and, zero. And I'm your friend, and I also have low expectations. <laughs> so, friends and family. Bro, we, <laughs> Finus and I have known each other under a year, and he's already fucking done with me. <laughs> it's like, bro, if if I had a cup of dirt and I put a seed in it, you'd be like, wow, gra- wow, Brandon. I thought I thought you just carry around dirt, like. <laughs> why you know you know what i was when i was younger i, I was like I such an overachiever like <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry fine as fine as you don't even have a shirt on right now you can't see hey, what we look like <laughs> I'm, I'm clean though <laughs> it might be a little right, bit somewhere. old old spice every day <laughs> every i put um, old I spice be? over the dirt so uh <laughs> I think I think what I did was um, on, honestly I think I, I I had really high expectations when I was younger and I was like fuck that I don't want to do it. so I, I would get I would fail everything and then once I got C's people were like I'm so proud of you you know so what do you what do you think about that Grandpa <laughs> I I have to ask you where they're lying <laughs> uh. Dude, yeah, I'm jealous of Finus, man. Finus, um, you you, you really you stick to your you. So, I mean, we I'm could sorry. get you on the video. You want to just be on the video for the whole time? I can send you a Zoom link. Um, look, you'd have to put a shirt away. on, or not, or not. Honestly, looks, looks are a physical, tangible thing. At some point, I won't have them anymore. Okay, so there's no need to be so jealous. You got to use them while you I, have them. 
I wouldn't worry about it. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not jealous of your look. No, no, no. I'm I'm talking I don't no, know. No. I'm I'm jealous of the wall that you have behind you of your art because you you really like get that you you do what you set out to do every single day. Um which I think is is pretty cool. It's inspiring. Thank you, brother. This anxiety. <laughs> yeah. Well, Sierra or no, grandpa, it... would you would you say you're anxious people? Oh yeah, for sure. It's yeah, I'm, a, I'm I'm a very anxious person. I'm wired up all the time. It's not good. It's all the it's cocaine, <laughs> Grandpa. What do you What do you guys do to cope? I just stop drinking coffee. Like I just switch completely to decaf. And like, if I really am just feeling a certain type of way, yeah. I can like do half and half. But you want to get something? Hello. Hey Brandon, I can't really hear you. Um, yeah, mute him for a sec. Uh, <laughs> Let me know when you need me to step out. No, I kind of. If you're cool being on the whole time, I would love to get you on the Zoom finest. All right. If you got oh side story though about struggling, I graduated high school with like a two point one GPA. All right. Cool. I'm I'm like dumb as a box of rocks. I just work really <laughs> really 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 hard. I just. Oh, goodness. Yeah. And yeah. high school is a joke. Look at me now. In New York, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Drawing pictures. Because <laughs> <laughs> I can't read. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, you know, first book me, in 15 years, like a month ago. I was, I was looking on. <laughs> to me, the greatest entertainer of all time was. Uh, a lot of young people don't really know much about him was Sammy Davis Jr. And he never went to school one day in his life. It's funny you talk about Sammy Davis Jr. because me and my dad were talk making jokes about, well, just me, about talking to my dad about Sammy Davis Jr. being a masochist because he's black and Jewish. And I think that's just funny. Um, but now I know he didn't even graduate school, so it's even worse. <laughs> well, he, he was a comedian. He was a... Uh, a great actor, singer, musician, played almost every instrument and played them well. Oh, I didn't know he did stand up. Yeah, he did everything. He he did uh, imitation. Wow. Are you here, Sonny? Maybe he might have might might have hopped up. Uh, hey, what's up, guys? Did you guys say Hello. if I'm here? Hi. Yes. Yes. Oh, you sound so good, Sonny. So good. Oh, thanks, thanks. I'm out and about. Yeah. Is is that why your voice is so sexy today, Sonny? Yeah, I trained it before I left the house. I have to do a certain amount of sexy voice training before I leave the apartment. Otherwise, I just don't feel confident in everyday conversations. <laughs> can you can you give us an example of one of your sexy voice training exercises? Uh, yeah. Um. Red leather, yellow feather, uh, red leather for obvious reasons, and then yellow feather because my skin is soft as feathers after I lotion it up. Okay. I don't know how that's a vocal exercise, but I appreciate the, the image. Well, my, my voice becomes trained from wisdom. Uh, I guess I, what, what we're asking today is... Uh, what, what, in your mind is the biggest complaint you have right now? 
what is my biggest complaint that I have right now? Yeah, yeah. What's what's really about like before you logged on, I'm sure there was something in the back of your mind where you're like, oh fuck, I have to deal with this. Yeah, you know, you know one thing that does bother me, bro, I don't like seeing people with their masks on and I can see their nose. For some reason I find noses ugly now. What what if what if people are nasally challenged and their nose pops out of their mask no matter what they do? Well then I guess we'll hear about it when I'm on the tonight show twenty years from now. And they say, <laughs> we heard you say this on this podcast and you're canceled. And I oh, say, that's sunny. fair. And I say, you sunny. won this. I say, you went, you won the round, but, but, <laughs> but I not win. The, I, not the war. Not the war. <laughs> He's secretly trying to get rid of people with nose challenge. What is nose challenged? <laughs> yeah, Brandon, what is nose challenged? Nasally challenged, he said. Uh, it's, no, I'm sorry. It's what when your it? nose is at least at least twice the <laughs> nasally challenged. I thought it was. Your, your nose like is him. at least uh, twice as long as your mask, and it keeps popping out. What if not that has, that like, happens to problems? me or anything, but that is not <laughs> what I expected you to say. <laughs> well, then, then you don't want to get a uh, then you don't want to get coronavirus if you have fucking breathing problems. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, but it's hard to um, breathe with the mask on. Is it though? I really, I don't get that. Like, yeah, I've worked out with I a mean, mask. Yeah. You just got in talking about how big your nose was, so I don't think breathing is gonna be a big issue. <laughs> but I'm talking about someone that has the breathing, actually has I, I it. Is, I think it is difficult to breathe through masks for for long periods of time. I think it's very difficult, and it's hard on your breathing, hard on your lungs. Yeah. Yeah. What What do you do to cope, Grandpa? Well, I try to keep the mask off as much as possible. The only time I keep it on is when I'm around other people. You know, and just deal with it. That's yeah. All. That's all you yeah. can do. Sure, sure. Yeah. Now, I was joking. I really, I really hate, especially when you're going to a store and, and it's like employees that you know are there full time and like, uh, they they don't have the mask they have it on their chin or under their nose and it's probably like they're just breathing in everybody's air going through you know but, it's not it's not fair to people yeah i mean i understand the flip side though like sunny you i you've been working uh where, where do you work again i work in a restaurant across lincoln center yeah yeah the lincoln center place like like you i'm sure you have to wear it just nine hours a day right it must be pretty brutal I don't mind because I get why. I that's. It's my face is hot. My face is hot, but I get why I have to wear the mask and the gloves. The uniform sucks, but the mask and gloves. Does does anybody? Does anybody here feel like it's actually kind of a cool look? Like you enjoy wearing it because it looks looks kind of like, sexy. (laughs) No, but I pass gas outside and I didn't smell it. So I was like, yes. Yeah, yeah. That's I'm going to go in the other room and pick up some masks that uh, Linda just bought. Uh, they're kind of cute, so I'll put them on the camera. Oh, can you You can put them on yourself. And you, well, you and the camera would be cute. I, could, but I, I can't get in close enough to the camera. Probably. Oh, no problem, Grandpa. I'll, I'll be back. I'll be back in a moment. All just, right. uh, we have yeah, Mike. Yeah. Oh, all right, Sonny. Uh, it's, it's really good to talk to you, man. Oh, it was really good talking to you too, man. Thanks for having me on here. 
Are you going through, are you walking through Brooklyn right now? Uh... All right, uh, good, to, good to see you, Sonny. We'll talk to you soon. Brooklyn seems to be, is that Brooklyn? Yeah, Brooklyn's, Brooklyn's calling. calling? <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine, I'm sending you a Zoom link right now. Oh, that means you won't be able to serve one. <laughs> oh, uh, can we mute whoever that I'm echoes mute you just for a second, Mike. Yeah, maybe Mike is just a telephone, and that's. <laughs> that would <what> it was. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mike is just a. Okay. Mike, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Hi, Mike. Hi. Uh, how you doing? Good, real good. I, I'm just listening here, Brandon. I'm early for my time slot, so. Oh no, it's all right. We we kicked out the other guy uh, early just to talk to you. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. We Jeez, we, uh... we told him uh, hit the road, Jack. <laughs> okay. And his name and was funny, like what? My name is Honey. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> okay. Uh, how are you doing today, Mike? Doing good. Doing good. This is pretty. I like this software, Clean Feed pretty nice oh yeah um we might have to put you on the no headphone setting just to get the background noise um, but uh um, oh, oh you getting right. background wow. noise for me it's all right so it's all good it's not it's not that well, bad well we it's your you. it's your yeah it's your um, um uh, i guess our, the question we're posing today is like oh it's all right i'm a fan of you um <laughs> before before you logged on here when you were going about your day what what was in the back of your mind that was really pissing you off really getting on your nerves what what's been making you anxious or angry what's your kvetch uh, oh boy just uh, all the crap that's going on in the in the united states right now in all the cities and stuff uh, it's just it's bugging me to to see what's happening in our society here not not getting along yeah. and and uh just, just kind of frustrated with it. I mean, I grew up in the, in Detroit uh, during the '68 riots, and uh, this reminds me a lot of that same time, going on yeah. here. So, it's, it's, yeah. it's sad. You think we would have learned something about that, you know, in relation to now? So, are, I mean, are I you scared of? Yeah. I have no problem with peaceful protesting. I, you know, that that's. I was in the '60s, so I know what peaceful protesting can be. But when it goes to, you know, hurting property, people, and things of that nature, I'm not a big fan of that. So. Um, I, I'm, I'm concerned. Gosh, I'm concerned that it, I, you know, it goes around the cities and you know people get hurt from it. So, what what do you think about that, Grandpa? I I agree with what this gentleman is saying. I, I totally agree. I'm I uh, I'm all for protesting, but uh, defacing property and so forth not right. Uh, or or hurting somebody uh, yeah but but don't you think that a lot of the i mean it's come out that a lot of the people that are uh doing the vandalism uh, are not actually a part of the protest it's a lot of, a lot of white supremacists it's a lot of like people that are trying to instill violence incite violence and they, they're actually trying to hurt the movement so it has nothing to do with the protest absolutely i agree with that yeah absolutely what, I, I, what do you what do you think mike Yes, I agree. I agree 100%. How are these people getting in here and why are they allowed to, to do this? 
that that's what I'm concerned with. You yeah. know, they're busing them in from different places or whatever, and what, what do you causing th- all this trouble? What do you what do you think about the the sort of uh, large quantities of federal forces being pumped into major cities? Well, I I can see why they're they're doing it. I'm I'm just a little disappointed. I've never seen uh, mayors and governors not support their local police department when I grew up. Yeah, uh, they were always behind them, and it seems to me that these certain cities are not doing that. So, I mean, the government has to protect their properties and things too that they have. I mean, we can't have just fires going down and burning up anything that's federally owned uh, by our government. So I I, I don't know. I just uh, yeah I, I don't understand why they didn't take care of this a lot sooner in some of the cities yeah. that they had these issues. So what? Well, let Let's say Let's say that we. Uh, you, you for for a day sort of have have control over policy everything that can be done what, what would you do what would your solution be? Um, i would i would sit there and try to figure out a way if you can i i there's nobody in a leadership situation in this that i that i can see there so you can't like meet with people and talk about this stuff so the only thing i think i would do is i don't know when they're when they're riding in the streets like this and throwing you know Molotov cocktails at the at the police and the buildings and things. I I don't know. I think bringing in a water truck with a water cannon may not be a bad idea. You'll put out some of the fires real quick and and maybe splash some people where they they uh, wake up a little bit. That's what they used to do back in in the in the sixties during the riots in Detroit. They brought in water cannons and stuff, and that dispersed wow. the crowd pretty easily. Yeah. Well, yeah, what do you think? Finest protesting or uh, <clears throat> yeah. I got a, I got a I got a question for the the um, everybody. I just is is someone losing their life less less like upsetting than the buildings being hurt because if that be the case it sounds like you guys are saying property is more valuable or I care more about property. Oh no, he's gone. Nope. No, I'm here. Uh, here he comes. No. He's coming back. I'm gonna give you one minute to just. Ref- you're muted. You're muted. He's gonna he's gonna try that again. Yeah. It went wrong. Finest, I really want to get you on this Zoom. I, I'm going to send you an invite. Are you cool going on video, Finest? Being on video. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> you sound so excited. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, that's all I'm just saying about my opinion of it is I, I, yeah. I, I, what I find a little, uh, a little disappointing is people talk about stuff being hurt and businesses being hurt but then it's like well fuck that that dude that died <laughs> i mean they don't say that they're like oh r.i.p but man what about these businesses they're more important <laughs> we don't yeah. we have funerals for those things <laughs> let's have funerals for for businesses and, yeah in, in my in my experience it usually also comes up as a po- talking point in direct relation to when somebody's talking about protests or like basically things that are nonviolent inherently you know it's like well yeah. but what about the the property i would like to uh have people say that to like my mom if i was to be shot and be like but what about the property i'll be what uh <laughs> <laughs> what, <laughs> what she had to say what what do you think she would say she would beat your ass <laughs> <Straight up>. <laughs> <laughs> without a doubt and then <laughs> then it'd be another black woman in trouble <laughs> here, I sent you the uh, the Zoom link, Finest. Okay, here I come. Give me uh, right. I see you can see my bird right. on my shoulder. Hey. The bird. 
He's so the bird's so cute. I know. Oh, what's the bird's name, Grandpa? This is Rosie. Rosie. Uh, That's Rosie's the one that gets bullied, right? Uh, they just don't understand her. They're just jealous. Yeah, they're so mean to her. What what do they do if they, if you put Rosie in the room with everybody, all the other birds? Oh, they'll they'll fight to the death. Oh wow! Fight to the death. Yeah. How do you so separate sad. fighting birds? Well, I uh, when they were fighting, it was very difficult to uh, to getting them apart. But now I keep I keep uh, Rosie in one room and three other birds in the other room because they were really uh, they were really attacking one another. Great. Please wait, Brandon will. And anyhow, yeah. getting back, getting back to peaceful protests, I think it's a good thing, and this nation needs to do a lot of, a lot of changes in this nation. Hey. Sierra, finest, finest Sierra. Hi, finest. Hey, nice to meet you guys. It's good to see you guys. He was time. he was the guest for the the first episode that I'll send to you. But um, did Mike leave? No, I'm still here. I'm oh, listening. got you. Yeah, yeah. I sorry. I I think Finus was uh asking you something in relationship to uh right before your audio cut out. Oh, okay. Yeah, in relation to human human life always has priority over properties. Uh and and we shouldn't be, you know, uh taking human life over over any issues regarding things here. I mean, I I just think we need to to get to get together here and and kind of work things out here without uh, having all this violence. I really do. I, I I just am surprised that we haven't learned in society being uh, from, from, like I say, a baby boomer myself and living through the 60s and seeing the riots in, in Detroit where they leveled 13 blocks, build, uh, burned everything down. And, and uh, you think we would have learned from this. You know, this is not the way to go. We need, we, need to, we need to, you know, sit down and talk and figure out what we can do here. But let's not get violent and hurt people. Well, how, how do you feel about the way that this administration is handling everything? Well, I've got some mixed feelings on that. Um, I think uh, law and order is important to have in, in our country, but I mean, you have to have some some reasonable uh, uh, restraint on things too. The The problem that I'm seeing though, is that the, the cities, I look at the cities and they don't seem to be uh, protecting the law and order of the citizens there. I'd be real afraid to be living in the cities that are having all these uh, riots and stuff going on and protests that turn into riots. I mean, if they're peaceful, I have no problem with that. I mean, I'll be glad to join a peaceful protest, but I just don't want to get, you know, something thrown at me or, or, or get hurt or see other people getting hurt in doing that. So I, that, that's, I'm concerned. So, so I don't know. I don't know what the simple answer is. I don't have the answers to what's the best thing to do, but I think somewhere down the line, sure. we need to start looking at, at talking more and, and trying to work things out and, 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 you know, be more human to each other. So how do you feel about that, Linus? Linus? Uh, uh, you know, I, um, there's... Oh, oh, sorry, Finus. can you mute your, um, Zoom audio, just the clean feed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Um, like, like, like Michael was saying, or Mike, um, it's, it's, you know, convoluted and complicated. Um, as someone that lives in the city, I live in you know New York, and I've been to some. I've been to a couple of protests, and I went to March. Uh, was it two days ago, three days ago? Where that person got um, abducted, and um, and I was there, and you 
you know, it was it was a peaceful protest, but I I understand Michael's point of view and the average citizen's point of view of seeing um, people like act out or whatever it is. But um, but also I'm like, eh, it'll you you guys will be okay. It's like um, I don't mean I don't I don't mean to be saying this as in a sense like I'm for looting and, and rioting, but that the protests we went to yesterday are of marching on. They were marching and they were being obstruction to um, the status quo, which is upsetting. But the status quo doesn't mean I should get like hose hose on me or or, or abducted. Um, I have a re- and yeah, they're being loud, but they weren't being. Now I was there. This this is from when I was there. I'm sure at nighttime there's more. Um, can you sketchier thing? Hello, need me to do something different? No, I'm not familiar. Hello. No, no, no. I just. You said abducted. I'm curious. Oh, we have a bit of flag. Um, oh, there's been whole things in Portland and in Manhattan of uh, protesters being abducted uh, in unmarked uh, vans by police officers, and um, you know I, it, that's that's not cool. You know um, that's not right. You know, like I, I'm, other people protest about things and like not wearing a mask, and I don't see nobody with an unmarked van knocking them out and throwing them in a car. Um, okay, I'm sorry. No one got knocked out, but ain't nobody throwing nobody else in nobody's car, <laughs> you know. Um, no, I'm against I'm against uh, these unmarked uh, vans picking up people that aren't actually uh, doing any violent acts. Um, I, I don't think it's right that the federal government uh, has sent people sent these guys in that are with part of Homeland Security and whatever. Uh, and uh, I just don't think it's the way that uh, we've run this country uh, since its inception. And I just think it's very wrong that the government, uh, that this administration is sending in uh, federal federal uh, troops that are unidentified. That's how I feel about it. Um, yeah, yeah. Though I'm not surprised, so I'm surprised and people that people protest and march should be prepared because any type of... Uh, Rub against the status quo. It comes with risk. So I'm not saying like they should. They're. I'm not saying they asking for it, but I'm also saying they should be aware. Like you know, just have things in order for that stuff when it happens. You know. So one thing I did think was funny and upsetting is when I was there at the protest, they were dancing in um in a water fountain, which I think is illegal. I don't know if you can dance in a public um a public water fountain, but they're dancing and they're playing music that's not even pro. It's not like Bob Marley or Bob Dylan. It's like too short, which I think is hilarious and not a, like this ain't a protest, you know, like this ain't protest music. So um, I think that's funny. That's just funny. Not not that I, I just brought that up because, yeah, nothing that warrants someone's yeah. arrest, though. <clears throat> uh, thank you. We, we have our next uh, call in guest, uh, but thank you so much for coming on, Mike. I appreciate okay. it. All right. Thank time. you very much. Thank you. Okay. Nice yeah. Mike. Nice meeting you guys. Thanks for talking to everybody. All righty. Bye bye. <sighs> Hello, Elizabeth. Hi, how are you guys doing? Great, how are you? Doing well, doing well, thanks. Yeah, thank you so much for coming on. Um, Sure. Are you able to hear us okay? Yes, Uh, how about myself? Perfect, yeah, great. Yeah. Awesome. Um, Yeah, I think the question that we're uh, basically 
everybody used to love before. What has been in the back of your mind that has been really sort of eating away at you, or even if you haven't talked about it recently, like what's what's your biggest complaint for right now? Just generally, I think you cut off a little bit in the beginning. Just in general, what am I like frustrated by right now? Yeah, yeah. What, what's your biggest complaint right now? My biggest complaint right now, uh, well, for me, I'm a, a, I identify as a Christian. I also identify as queer. And I think that, you know, having that kind of intersectionality, and I'm also like Greek, I have like a Greek, ethnically Greek background, um, although like raised in the States and my family wasn't, my parents weren't like born abroad. But I think like coming from, from all these different perspectives and kind of being frustrated by seeing the, the anti-mask movement or just the anti-mask kind of, um, I guess, mentality people have, especially the people specifically within the church. I think that's been really upsetting for me as a Christian, just to kind of not want to identify as much with those people that kind of use their faith to justify something that I find, you know, unjustifiable. Um, And just the fact that we're kind of in this divisive place right now in in our country, and we all can't just come together as so many other countries have around the world um, in, in trying to figure out what's going on with this pandemic and just trying to help your fellow sister and brother out wearing a mask. So I think that's been something that's been frustrating for me um, lately. Yeah, Yeah, these people are inconsiderate of of other people's health. by not wearing a mask if they're in public or, you know. The, the thing that's them. weird to me is how politicized it's gotten. Like when it first came out, I think there was a period of time where like, yeah, like, let's not die. And and now it's it's become like a bipartisan issue where it's just, I was trying, I was talking with my, I was like, what, what is not bipartisan? And the only thing we could think of is like alcohol, like, <laughs> neither side wants right. prohibition you know everybody yeah. wants to get drunk and it's like why can't why can't masks just be like fucking whiskey you know but right that would make it a lot go down a lot easier <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah what do you think sierra oh what do i think yeah what i know i know that you're the producer and uh, you don't normally get on but i'm just curious as to what you know what your feelings are Oh, I have so many thoughts, like, (laughs) just on the mask thing, like, I can't even, I can't even, it's, it's not that complicated, it's not that complex to just not be nasty for, like, a few moments, most people aren't even leaving their houses that much, and, like, even when they do leave their homes now, like, they can't be bothered to do it, like, I have neighbors, I go on a walk, I walk, like, I try to do, like, three miles every morning, and, I literally have to zigzag around my neighbors and it's gotten to a point where I have to wear a mask. I have to bring a mask with me on my walks because I see people just walking around and they'll like go talk. They'll like walk up other people like going on their morning walk. They'll stop and like talk to a neighbor who's trying to garden or something. They'll literally get like right up, like, (laughs) like within like two feet away and have a whole conversation with a stranger for like 20 minutes at a time and then they look at me and I go all the way across the street and like I don't even want to talk to you I don't talk to people that are not socially distancing I don't say hello I don't wave I just like I don't even want to invite any kind of potential contact and I can't even I can't even deal with you it's very irritating that's my fetch right now <laughs> sierra i've literally had uh I'm, I'm wearing like an n95 walking in queens and like two uh, 
to go to like, looking dudes uh, were talking without a mask so i like very clearly walked away from them and they like coughed at me yeah don't wow. even don't even don't do it it's not just to fuck with me yeah no yeah it's not gonna go well it's not gonna go well if you're if you're too close for me and you're gonna like pretend to cough at me like it's just it's gonna be a whole bad day we can't have mm -hmm. it so i just get as far away yeah. as i can Mm. it's sad I, I, uh, because it seems so it seems just like such a a common like rational thing to do and no one else in the world has had this issue with not wearing them or wearing them and no one's found it political it's just kind of been like you do what needs to be done so we don't have to stay in our houses indefinitely but for some reason it's just like i don't know freedom has become this this crazy conversation where like wearing not wearing a mask is like you know, showing that you still have your freedom as an American. And mm -hmm. I just like, can't get behind that. Yeah. Um, I think this just shows that you think that the, the federal government should lives. mandate. Yes, I do. I think they should. I think it's a health crisis. It's not a, you know, forcing people to do something because just to do it, it's, it's become, you know, we have more cases than anywhere else in the world and more deaths. And it just seems to be mm -hmm. creeping not even creeping racing up and up and up higher and higher and i think at this point you know drastic action needs to be taken and i don't even think it's drastic just to say you know the same uh you have to wear shoes and a shirt or you don't get service it's like just add a mask to that we're all used to getting refused service if we're indecent and if you just you know can wear a mask as well i don't think that should be a insane um request yeah, yeah. I like that term indecent. Like it does feel like, like it, it feels like if someone is walking into a restaurant and I, they don't have a mask on or, or a store or whatever, uh, it feels like they, they, they don't have, what is this dude doing? Yeah. Like, oh yeah. It's, it's just kind of yeah. rude to your fellow, you know, your fellow citizens. It's like, you don't care about their health or you'd be wearing a mask because it's not really a you thing. It's an everyone else thing. And um, I, I just think that, we're in such a kind of like individualistic society rather than like the collective kind of countries, collectivist countries that kind of look out for the greater needs rather than the individual needs. And since we're like the opposite here, it seems that people just like are out for themselves and not for everyone else. And that's why I think it's just disappointing because you don't see things on such a scale as you do right now with like, you know, the differences are being just magnified to this incredible height. And uh, I don't know, it's a unique situation I think we're all in. Yeah. Um, this is just <clears throat> funny to me while I was thinking about this. Um, since she's really, um, since you come from a very Christian uh, household or a family, uh, when I think of like people that are really religious, those seem like people that are just like at home with death. Like they have come to accept it, right? Maybe? Uh-oh, I'm so sorry. I think... Uh, I, think I was just I, making a joke. It's a joke. I didn't mean. Oh no, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think in a weird way, they're, it's not even death. I think it's they're they're very comfortable with whatever happens happens, and it's kind of like it's all part of the plan. And I think it's a weird way of like a, whatever, like you, you not not having responsibility yeah. over your future and what yeah. can happen to you because it's all predetermined or you know God's mm -hmm. in control. And you know, as a Christian, I do believe some of that but i also believe that we're given free will for a reason and we're given brains for a reason and a heart yeah. and you know we're given the tools so it's like that's that kind of story joke where you got the really christian faithful 
guy, believing guy that's in a boat in the middle of the water and it's storming and everyone's like dying and drowning and all these different, he gets all these different means of escape. People come and say, Hey, we've got a lifeboat, like come join, jump on the lifeboat to save yourself. And then you got this, you know, someone else coming over and saying, Oh, we're going to save you with a helicopter. Like we'll throw down the ladder. And every time the guy just says, no, God's going to save me. God's yeah, going right. to save me. I trust God. Yeah. And then he dies, of course. And then God says, Oh, you, I, what do you mean? I didn't, I wasn't there for you. I sent you a lifeboat. Mm -hmm. I sent you a helicopter. It's like, you gotta, you gotta work with what you're given. Right. Yeah. Yeah. My dad has a similar story. Something definitely about that, about praying for a house. And then he puts nails in front of you and a hammer. And then, you know, you're still waiting for that house. And then he's like, or they are like, guys like, yeah. what's up? You know, I gave you all the, all the tools to make the house, but you mm. know, you was being a dummy. Um, so yeah, I guess, you know, <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but uh, this whole situation with uh, COVID is very stressful to me and my wife and, uh, and also with uh, some of the uh, actions that this administration has been taking. So whether you guys have, I don't, I don't think I'm out of turn to say grandpa, but I, I, you're, you're in a higher risk group. And so is Linda, right? Like it's, it's, it's very, very serious. Are you, are you walking around fearful or what, what was your. You said walking around what fearful? Fe like, like, like it feels like life and death anytime you leave your house or. No, not necessarily. We we try to, you know, keep our distance from other people. And if we're close by, then we definitely put on masks. But uh, Linda, my wife, has uh, serious respiratory issues, and it would be very dangerous for her to uh, contract uh, the COVID virus. And obviously, if I got it, she would probably get it. So we have to be real careful. But I would yeah. just say that uh, we're, we're fearful all the time. But it it, it is... A difficult situation, you know, and it is, I'm sure, for everyone. Yeah. You know how we think like other countries are ass backwards sometimes? We're like, oh, Russia, they drive around crazy and stuff like that. What do you think they're talking about America right now when they look at our numbers and they go, oh man, I wouldn't even send my dog over there, you know? Mm. <laughs> I do that now. Right? <laughs> I, uh, I, met a, I, made a I met a lady back in. Uh, I believe it was mid-February. Uh, she was from China. She was here on a uh, on a uh, green card, uh, worked in biomedicine, and um, and she was ordered to leave the country within a month uh, because I guess they were just canceling her her green card or visa or whatever it was. But she told me at that time that it's going to get very bad in the U.S. because in China, where she was going back to. They had much more control over what was going on with the population. They were kept inside. Uh, food was being delivered to their homes and so forth. And uh, and they would we wouldn't have that control here in the United States. And she pretty much told me. And I kind of went in here and went out the other because at that time I, I wasn't really focused on it. But um, yeah. There was that period in February where I feel like me included everybody like it was it was very like, oh, man, that crazy thing is happening way over there. Like, it's so right. fucked, but not not for me. Like, yeah. And then I, I literally remember, I think, like a week before Broadway shut down, everything shut down. I was I was at dinner with a, a friend and like you, none of the mass talk, like everything was just felt, quote, unquote, normal. 
and she was like this is like super serious and i'm like really like i don't you know and then with then the whole like life is now different um and it was that sort of like weird thing of like being here and being like well yeah but we're we're fine yeah we felt very removed for sure mm -hmm. how has it changed your thinking uh this covid situation how has it changed your thinking in terms of you know the way you live your life uh since this began has it made any substantial changes in the way you feel about you know your life I feel like I feel like for me, I was had I was quarantining with my family, and I think being around people with more different views than I typically live in Los Angeles, where it seems that we're all kind of on this. Most of people seem to be on the same page politically, ideologically, but being you know in your kind of childhood home and more in the Midwest, um, people have different opinions and perspectives on things, and I kind of learned you know sometimes. I, oftentimes it's more important with how you deliver your message than the actual message itself, because, you know, the way that a message is received by people is such a indicative of how they're going to take it rather than um, what the actual message itself is. And I think that's why people try to fight with facts and figures and news and truth. And it doesn't always convey, you know, that change. It doesn't cause that change that we want in people and in their hearts. I think it needs to be more of a conversation that's kind of you know, both sides giving grace to each other. And that's another thing is like just trying to give myself grace, give other people in my life grace during all this, because no matter what situation you're in, we're all dealing with some sort of change, uh, whether it's, you know, drastic change, super negative change, or, you know, just different things to kind of experience. And I think everyone just living in that space of grace is a better place to be than, you know, hateful and like, judging and condemning all the time although it is easy to be that way at times when you see people that you feel are just totally like you know not listening to what's going on or not caring about other people yeah oh, i think you're lagging there finest i can't hear you sorry okay hello okay yeah you're on the home there we are um, yeah, so I shouldn't point my finger and wag it at someone not wearing a mask. I should put my mask on and smile so they can see my eyes smiling through the mask and go, look at how cool I look. And they go, wow. <laughs> and, then, and that's, and that's the, they're better, they're better than reprimanding them. Yes. Uh, reprimanding. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. I think that's, I mean, I get it. I'd rather someone i rather want to fit in because someone looks cool with a mask on than them telling me to like not wear a mask. And I'll be like, I'll show you. I'm bathed in the blood of Jesus. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. <clears throat> um, but no, it is it is probably a good idea to, uh, we can, yeah, let's make it a whole game. Let's make it fun. Uh, yeah, there, there's there's fancy clothing songs. What, you can what, do, we, what do we have to... What do we have to do to to make it more appealing like that? You know, like a major action star be in a movie where like he needs to keep the mask on. It like yeah, I like like happy, but for a mask. Yeah, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm down for that. Could you make a movie and uh, everybody in the movie wears a mask? Ooh, yeah, okay. I think, yeah, I mean, you have the celebrities saying to wear the masks. You even have the government saying 
somewhat now just wear the masks and you still have people that are refusing the masks. So to some extent, you're like, what do you do now? But I think mandating it is honestly the only way because people just aren't going to take it seriously on their own, it seems. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How, how is it over in Chicago, Sierra? Um, it's, it's just, the thing is, I feel like you have to, you can't just mandate it. You have to mandate it and you have to enforce it because like, all these like stupid clips that I'm sure all of you have seen of people who are like flipping out and like throwing merchandise in the store and like throwing like shopping carts at people and just being absolute psychopaths is happening because there's no support for businesses and employees to actually like physically remove people or call the police and tell a person to actually get out just because they're not wearing a mask. And I think that's like the biggest thing is there's, really no consequence for people to just act a fool in this way. Like you can just do it. Um, half of the places will still let you shop as long as you promise to like leave and maybe not come back. And then otherwise, or you just like act a fool, you record it. And then all these other crazy people like endorse your behavior on Facebook or whatever. So like, there's not, there's not enough of a consequence because you really are putting people's lives at risk you're like breathing on people when you're yelling and throwing a fit you're touching all the merchandise you're contaminating that if you're if you really are like asymptomatic acting a fool like that and i think i think just actually being able to like enforce the masks is important because there are also like cities like i think it was like maybe two weeks ago there were stories about how like the cities were enforcing masks but the a bunch of governors weren't make weren't allowing the cities to like go through with it and like really make it like law or anything like that and then it's like what are you supposed to do like what are the businesses supposed to do what are the cities supposed to do like everyone over here like knows what needs to be done but everybody over here is making it impossible for you to get that done what's happening yeah did someone new just come in? There's a lot of uh, static. No, Finus just bounced back in. Yeah, it, my phone, like, uh, whenever it goes, the screen blacks out, hmm. I basically go, that's when I, you can't hear me. So I have to get back in. So I have to keep touching uh, my screen and my phone over okay. this whole time got and whenever you. I forget. But I'll set it yeah. next time, I'll change it to just not black out. <laughs> no, it's all good. Um, yeah, Sierra, I feel like I, I was with. Um, a friend in Long Island and it's been super interesting because like I have been back home a lot in central Jersey for the uh, first time which is it's like super super red here um, and same with Long Island and like I was we had to walk through and I had my mask on and they did too but like we had to walk walk through this outdoor basically column of people that were all like chilling in this outdoor bar area zero zero people wearing the masks but it was it was weird it was almost like i was affronting everybody like like i felt like a, a fight might start or some <laughs> shit because like people would just stare at me be like what is wrong like i they looked at me like i had coronavirus even though i was wearing a mask so mm -hmm. yeah it's, it's interesting Yeah. Um, hmm. I, I'm conflicted about the enforcing thing. I mean, I'm, I'm not, I, I think it's important. I think we should definitely, I'm, I'm all for it. But what's keeping me from taking my pants off and walking around at JCPenney's, you know? Like, 
uh, like if that be the case, like they still have to call the police. They that's still have to, that's like, what you're supposed to do in JC Penney's. That's how you try on new pants. That's true. You're right. You know what? I tried to explain that to them, but no, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, no, it's just, I, I think it's a social thing. I really think if we can get majority of the people to wear pants in a JC Penney's and they'll all wear pants because they don't want to be that one person not wearing pants. So same thing with the, the face mask. I, I like the killing them with kindness thing. Um, I think that's mm. probably going to be the best bet. I hope. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I needed I needed shorts because I, all I owned was jeans for the summer. And so I went to like H&M like a week ago. And uh, they, the changing rooms were completely closed. So I was like, well, how do I... How do I know if this fits? And they're like, well, you can come back after you buy it. <laughs> I was like, cool. Right. Okay. In this climate? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. And uh, none of none of the shorts fit. I've gained like 30 pounds, I guess. But <laughs> I went to... I, I have, I went... Have to... Yeah. I just, I went to Go a on. meat market Sorry. like a month ago. Um like a it's like a local business it's like a family business and i went in there for the first time since like everything started here and i went in there and i thought i was gonna cry because it's like a it's not that big of a place and it had to have been filled like beyond whatever the covid capacity was like it was so packed in there and it might have been before father's day yeah and so everybody needed to get in there to buy like their wings and their pork loins or whatever. <laughs> and all these people were in here and there's like a deli section of the store. There's like a meat, like a meat section. There's like a poultry section and a fish, fish section. And so there's like all these employees, there, like chopping up your food and wrapping it up and putting the tag on, you know, they give it to you. Out of about like 20 to 25 employees back behind that counter, there were literally like three of them with masks. And it blew my mind mm -hmm. because I'm like, you guys are in charge of you package the meat. Like if we get like an outburst here, like they're going to hone in on this little pin on the map because it was mm -hmm. it was so insane. And like I can't ever go back there again. And it was like there were more people in the store like as patrons with masks on than actual employees and there still weren't a lot of people in there with masks there to shop and it's just like that's why i can't get with like the kindness thing because i'm like it's not even kindness it's just like common sense like you package yeah. raw meat and fish for a living and it didn't occur to you that maybe you should like not potentially contaminate all of it if somebody told you like you could contaminate the food just by breathing on it yeah, and what are you I guess, going to do? <laughs> and you probably make more change hurting that hurting that business's pockets than trying to make them not look cool. You know, I, I uh, don't, it blew my mind. Sure. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I, I do have a question for uh, Grandpa. Okay. Um, how to, to this to me seems like the very first time America's been like the very bottom, like you know the like the place that like I feel like. It just this is a really like this is a shitty situation we're in like we are the epicenter. How's it feel to be like for to me American like the first time being a loser since you've all guys have always won America. <laughs> like, does it hurt? Well, it, it's it's not a good situation. Take that, Grandpa. <laughs> I'm just adding, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna make it political. I think if this administration continues. 
the U.S. will uh, go down in terms of its image throughout the world. That's what I think. I think that it's a very difficult situation right now. Ro Rosa oh. Bird is like, fuck the U.S. Fuck the it's getting political. That's, the political. That's what the birds call for. Like, it's getting political. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a new experience. Uh, I mean, I'm much older than you guys, but it's a new experience for everybody. I've never seen anything the likes of what is going on right now. Uh, you have an administration to me that is not acting in the best interest of the, of, of the United States. And, uh, and plus, you know, on top of it with the COVID situation, very difficult situation, I think, for everyone. I mean, I got a, I have a follow-up question, Grandpa, to that. Because, like... Okay. I, I don't know if I agree with you, Finus, about this. You're talking about Corona and everything going on this year being what makes the U.S. like fall to the bottom of this list. No, it just I've or never been like I don't know. Like I've heard like, you know, there is Hiroshima and all these crazy things going on. But like this is like a like a lot of people are dying here in America and a lot of things are going on. And it's I've always feel like I'm the person looking at a different country like Haiti or someone else like going through all this. I'm saying like. If I had always been looking like that, an American person older, I'd have been, I don't know. I just wonder how it felt to be like on the opposite end of things. It feels like, you know. Yeah. Well, I feel like I, I feel like that. I, I disagree with you. I feel like it's it's been like that for a while, especially from an outsider perspective. It's just like really good propagandizing on the u.s's part to us mm -hmm. of like because i i saw this chart that it was like pretty insane but um it, it was only from three years ago but it was like what what country do you think is going to be the country that is going to cause the end of the world right or like what what country are you most afraid of and uh i forget what the u.s put, but it, it was not the u.s obviously and then i i, I figured it would be very varied but I, i'd say over half they all said usa like every okay. single one was like i am most feel fearful of the united states of america like so same well yeah no i mean i know like feel for like an enemy but i'm talking <laughs> about like i just i basically really mean but like just i mean i know there was hurricane katrina here and it was 9 11 but I, i'm talking about like something that is like the plague or something like that's hit a country or like a, a natural disaster that took out a lot of lives that I think I've, gotcha. I feel like as gotcha. uh, to me as an like I haven't really seen something that big hit something here uh you know yeah. like the amount of lives that have been lost is, is the size of a I don't know bomb probably hitting a country yeah you know um, even even during World War II outside of Pearl Harbor most of it was happening yeah I mean we had the know. Civil War but I don't think your grandpa's that old Yeah, this is nice. uh, very. <laughs> he was there. Serious, he just doesn't remember. Very serious situation. In my lifetime, I've never seen anything like this, and they've called it a war. Yet uh, during the Second World War, I'm getting off on a tangent. The highest tax rate was 91 percent, and uh, of course they've recently, or in this administration, they've lowered the tax rate from what it had been, much much lower. And, uh, and we're building up a tremendous amount of, uh, of debt. The United States right now has a, an enormous amount of debt. It's going to be close to $30 trillion of debt. 
which probably doesn't really uh, seem to matter when you're your age right now, but I think that it's going to cool the U.S. down over time. And uh, I just think right now... Yeah. Not Do you think that this is the craziest president we've ever had? I, I think he's... Uh, like, a lot of people are like, Trump is crazier than anybody. I, I don't know that I want to be on, on camera and audio and video with this. <laughs> I think he's an organized crime. I think he's a gangster. My opinion. Oh, yeah, but, but for example, like... <laughs> yeah, I'll punch you in the face, Grandpa. No, Donald Trump would have a hit on, hit on him. I, just, uh, what the, I mean, right now he he's uh, saying that he might not uh, he might not accept the results of the election of the next election. I mean, things that are that he's doing to me are just uh, very anti-American. Uh, he seems to be in cahoots with uh, Putin. And uh, Putin would probably like to uh, destroy the U.S. So I don't, I don't know. It's uh, we're not privy yeah. to everything that's going on, but I don't like the situation that's going on right now. Yeah. Well, we're we're coming close to our time. So, but I, is Elizabeth still on? Uh, yes, I am here. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I, I, no, I just wanted oh, to yeah. pose to you um, what. What are what are you hopeful for, or what what sort of uh, positive positivity do you feel within yourself for the future, if any? Uh -huh. <laughs> oh, definitely. I'm I'm a very positive person, uh, glass half full kind of you know mentality. So I think for the future, we're just gonna you know hopefully we're gonna appreciate the small things more and not take that stuff for granted and maybe even slow down. I think when we've all been so distant from each other, even if we're on Zoom calls or phone calls or whatever, you know, that actual like physical in-person experience with people, it just means a lot more. And I think hopefully people can try to live their lives differently and appreciate those people in their lives that they didn't necessarily get to see as much during all of this. Um, so maybe it'll make a different, yeah, different priorities for people. For me at least. God calling. Well, it's Donald, it's Donald Trump. I heard you've been speaking my name. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I will find you. Yeah. Brandon, Brandon and Sierra, I just want to say that uh, I think you guys did a terrific uh, job getting this thing going. Uh, yeah. It, it, it's, it's working much, much more smoothly than. I had anticipated. Yeah, so, thank you. I it's like just, this. Yeah, it's been doing very well, and, and uh, I appreciate all that uh, you, you've done. I just want to say that I'm proud of you, Grandpa. Well, that's nice to hear. Mm -hmm. What are you proud of? Um, <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> think about Get, that one getting the sure. computer on. There was yeah, a lot of hardware. Yeah, no, there was no. a lot of hardware on your end. You did. You did pretty great. Yeah. Wow. Real. Tell them to put some respect on your name. Oh, geez. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh. I. I think we can. Uh. Let Elizabeth go. Thank you so much for um tuning in. I know we kept you over ten minutes. I apologize, but oh, uh, that's super fine. nice to have you. Yeah. It was great to chat and hear every everything um you guys are talking about. So thanks for having me, guys. Thank you. Yeah, hopefully talk soon.
Yeah. I'm sure yeah. Very nice to hear from you. We have Azalea. Great. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes. Hi. How are you? Fine. Thank you. Hello. Hi, Azalea. Uh, um, nice to hear your voice. Um, same here. Sorry, I was late. Out. We're trying to find out what what's uh, oh, okay. bothering you, what's peeving you today. What what are you annoyed with? Uh, I'm annoyed with the heat. It's so yeah, hot. You know, yeah. Wait, it is hot. Oh. oh God. It's Finest, are you hot. mad that you had to put a put a shirt on now that you're on camera? <laughs> yeah, I'm sweating, man. I'm sweating, but um, it's okay, you know. Yeah, Whatever for. I feel uh, bad for. We got two dogs here, and I know that you got Shapiro there. Like the the dogs must be yeah. dying of heat with all their fur. Yeah, yeah. He's looking pretty. He's looking pretty easy over here. He's yeah. chilled out in the on my yoga mat. <laughs> he looks all right. <laughs> where Where are you based out of Azalea? New York. New York, New York. Oh, New York. Yeah. Cool. Same, same, same. Yeah, same. When you say New York, New York, does that mean Manhattan? I'll claim it. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? It's where I yeah, spend the I haven't, of my I haven't life. been on the 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 subways in the, in a minute, but I know that the, they're the hottest place I've ever been. I think on Earth is the subway in the summertime. That's true. The one on Fifty Ninth Street is the one that's like really hot and ridiculous. Yeah. Are they, have they fixed it? Have they opened the windows or not? It's just still ridiculous. I haven't, I haven't done it in a while. I wouldn't be able to tell you. Yeah, uh, yeah I haven't I've, been on a subway since March. I've been on one recently and it's still hot as hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 And speaking of, I was, I was hanging out for, yeah. What, what, what sort of uh, occupation or work do you do? <laughs> <laughs> the birds biting uh, your ear, Grandpa. Combination of different things. I'm into the arts, like graphic design, video editing, voiceover, stuff like that. So you're an artist. Amazing. What's what's the what's the dream? I'd like to host a show one day, travel all around the world. That would be fun. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. Same. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Let's do it. I'd rather not host uh, the yeah, show. But, yeah. yeah. And yet, yet here you are, Finest. I know. <laughs> I, I came in here. I was like, hey, all right, I'm gonna be here 15 minutes. Next thing there's a hey, just keep this. This here. Let me send you this. Let me see this. Uh, this video thing real quick. The next thing you know, I'm hosting a show. <laughs> Natural charisma. Hey. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm. I'm doing it. I'm one step closer to living my dream. Yeah, I'm in uh, or I oh, was okay, in improv classes with Finest. No, we hear you. Okay. Can you hear us? Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, no, when we were in improv classes together, I remember the Griggs, our teacher, was like, "That was a terrible scene. Like everything you guys did, everything the opposite of what you should have done." But damn, Finest, I still really like you. You're just so <laughs> likable. This. <laughs> uh heavy uh, burden to bear yeah yeah just a second um, i <laughs> what 
what what's what's the the one country that you would want to travel to on a on your own show azalea more than everything i think i would choose brazil during carnival mm. it's like it's so much fun sometimes i'll be on my computer just chilling and i'll put on brazilian music brazilian carnival music just so i can hear some music and get some rhythm going wow I start dancing i'm gonna write that down <laughs> Are you familiar, Grandpa? With what? The, the, the country that Azalea was referring to? Can you hear me? Mm -hmm. Hello? I don't, I don't know your, I don't understand your question. What was your question, Brandon? Oh, have you been, or what? What do you know about uh, what Azalea just mentioned? Well, she said that she'd like to travel to a particular country that I'm unfamiliar with. Is that what you're referring to? The country mm -hmm. is. Sorry, yeah, we're having a little bit of lag. Yeah, I'm not familiar with that country, so I can't respond to it. It's hot. <laughs> <laughs> but as high as it is here. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Well, let's just hope that things get better in this country. You know, it's. Uh, yeah, it's weird. They're they're starting to open open up travel. I think for a lot of places to, you know, a lot of countries to travel to a lot of places, and then for us, they're like, uh, no, nah, not not yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, United States passport. Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, Canada doesn't want us. Mexico doesn't want us. Yeah. Dang. England doesn't want us. Does Brazil have, does Brazil, I'm sure they do. They have house music, yes? Yeah. Because, I mean, I assume with the carnival music. I'm going to, I'm going to, now that you have brought this up, I'm going to be looking up Brazilian music the rest of the evening, probably. Look up Bossa Nova too if you just want to chill out and relax. What is it? Bossa Nova. How do you spell it? B O S S A N O V A. Okay. Is that a genre or an artist? Genre. Genre. Cool. Very cool. It's kind of a little bit like a Latin beat. Mm hmm. Oh, you already checking it out? No, no, I'm familiar with Bossa Nova. Oh. <laughs> uh, are you, uh, you're a good dancer, Grandpa, aren't you? No. I have two left feet. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Listen, God, yeah. I'm going to uh, switch the um, And I think you did a terrific job, yeah. Sierra uh, and Brandon, and wonderful talking with all of you. Uh, I have some other obligations. Can we, to yeah, can we can we have a, a just a, a verse of a song? I'll sing it with you. It'd be my okay. it would be my dream, Grandpa, if you could sing just just to to wrap up the show. My babe, she don't stand no cheating, my babe. My babe, she don't stand no cheating, my babe. My babe, she don't stand no cheating. All she likes is that midnight creeping, my babe. She don't stand no cheating, my babe. That's it. 
not gonna get that on Joe Rogan. <laughs> I thought you were gonna sing too, Brandon. Uh, Brandon, you fraud. No, all right, I'll sing. I'll sing. Um, I can't sing like him, but uh, you, uh, Grandpa, chime in with me. Anybody once you know it. Um, uh, I, I'll, I'll help you. Are you New to, I'm, York. I'm... These streets will make you feel brand new. Big lights will inspire you. Big we just street, lost our second lights. subscriber. <laughs> what is the what is the sinatra version grandpa new york new york oh new york yeah yeah what are, what are the lyrics i don't know i don't know I don't okay know. and on that know. note that's the thank you so much azalea for coming on i so appreciate it thanks for having um, me finest i know that <laughs> <laughs> You had a nice little 10-minute time slot there. I hope you enjoyed your 10 minutes. Um, Hell yeah. I I would like to thank Sarah, our incredible producer. Just absolutely amazing. We we did it. We got it. You know. Uh, <laughs> we got four blocks of people. And uh, Grandpa, I love you. Love you, Brandon. I'm very proud of you. <laughs> I am and uh and i'm proud of you and that's a wrap i'm gonna press stop on recording all right okay good night everybody good night, good night. bye bye rosie bye